welcome to Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. If you're in prison and you want to escape, what might be something that you would want to have? What could you use? Would you want a, a shovel? Would you want an axe? What would you want? What would you need? What could you use to get yourself out? Well, I'm guessing none of you said milk. Yep, exactly. Milk that comes from a cow, milk. (laughs) I'm going to go out on a limb and say none of you came up with that. Well, it turns out that if you were in a prisoner of war camp in World War I, milk was exactly what you wanted for this very reason. See, during World War I, everybody kind of assumed that if you were taken as a prisoner of war, you would automatically try and escape. The Germans were expecting it, and any of the people that they captured, English, Canadian, a few Americans in there, everyone was expected to try to escape. And the thing was, where some of the camps were in Germany, you had the chance, maybe, of making it out. Some of these guys came up with crazy ideas that actually worked in some cases. But in other cases, as the war went on and the Germans started saying, no, 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 we don't want you guys making it out. They started to lock things down. But one thing they didn't lock down was the mail. They allowed their prisoners to exchange letters with home and to receive packages from home. So it turns out that when three guys decided to plot their escape, the thing that they wanted to get their hands on first was milk. The three men started with milk. Every school child knew that it could be used as invisible ink. Dip a fountain pen in milk, scrawl a message on a blank sheet of paper, write a note on the top in that ink, then send. The recipient runs a hot iron over the paper and the fat in the milk below burns, revealing the hidden words, message delivered. On the outside of an envelope addressed to his mother, Blaine wrote in milk that he needed a compass smuggled in. He also wants some warm clothes, but these could come in an ordinary package. So she would know to find a hidden message in the envelope, he put a simple code in his letter. My dearest mother... I am sorry I am unable to account for the loss of my letter home to you, but I hop that this one will reeve soon telling you that I am very fit and well. I cannot tell you how I long to get home again. With the additional and missing letters, the code spelled out search. Gray and Kennard prepared similar messages. Will they twig it? Blaine wondered. Even if his letter cleared the censors, he feared that his mother might not decipher the code. Every day, Gray, Blaine, and Kennard checked the parcel room for word from their mothers. At last, Blaine received a package from his. Closely watched by a guard, he opened the box. Inside was a handful of soft candies wrapped in wax paper and a sealed tin containing a nut cake flavored with creme de menthe. Blaine thought there must have been a mistake. His mother would never have sent it. He hated mint. In the next moment, he realized what it might actually contain. He passed the tin to the guard, who shook it like a child rattling a present. Blaine reminded himself to breathe so as not to give away his nervous expectation. 
If the guard grew suspicious, he would surely pry open the lid and look more closely. If the contraband were discovered, Blaine could face time in isolation, a beating, and likely both. The guard handed the tin back and waved him away. The three men made haste to Blaine's room where, sitting on his bed, Blaine removed the lid of the tin. Wafts of mint rose from the sugar-coated dessert. When he lifted the cake out, he noticed that its weight was off. He dug his fingers into it and pulled out something wrapped in oilskin cloth. Dear old mom, God bless you, he said, hands trembling as he uncovered a compass. So, as the men were collecting things from home, they grew more and more excited about their possibility of escape. What they did not know, though, was that one of their good friends was about to be transferred to another prison. But it just means they have an opportunity later to meet up possibly again and plan what will go down as one of the most impressive escape attempts ever in the history of prison escapes. The Grand Escape, the greatest prison breakout of the 20th century by Neil Bosco. 